This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim with a heads up, a literal heads up. Headline, huge Chinese rocket core falling out of control back to Earth. That's not good. No. A hulking out of control Chinese rocket core currently pinwheeling around the globe once every 90 minutes. Holy, that's fast. There's no telling exactly when or where it could come crashing down to Earth with a potentially dangerous re-entry. 30 meters tall, 21 tons. It's 30 l- meters tall? <laughs> this thing is huge. It's left over from China's Long March uh, 5B rocket, which carried a piece of their new space station into orbit back on April 29th. The, um, this rocket core was supposed to make a safe planned re-entry, but uh, yeah, it... Uh, it's got a bit of a mind of its own. <laughs> I just I just looked up how tall is like a 30 meters to try to compare it to something. The Statue of Liberty is 90 meters. So it's one third the size of the Statue of Liberty. Uh-huh. And 21 tons, Jim? That's 21 elephants. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad it's Mother's Day this weekend. I'm glad you didn't slide into a yo mama joke there. Would have been very easy to do. <laughs> no, but I'm glad we still got one in there. How heavy is 21 tons, Jim? <laughs> one of your mamas. <laughs> it's not nice. Uh, so experts are projecting it could fall as far south as Chile or New Zealand or as far north as New York State. Oh, there you go. It could land on the Statue of Liberty. Huh. Or Ontario, Canada. So Chile, New Zealand, New York, Ontario. That's half the planet. Way to narrow it down, guys. (laughs) This thing is really... Where is it? I mean, obviously we're hoping it's going to land in the ocean, but I mean, this this is like potentially... This is a lottery you do not want to win. Sure, you get a free Chinese rocket core out of the deal, but also I don't think your house or your face is going to do well if it... Happens to land on one of those things. No, like your neighborhood. I I don't know what kind of impact it makes, but I'm I'm assuming it's like an asteroid, right? Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like this almost seems like a situation we need to get Bruce Willis on a space shuttle mm. to go blow this thing up before it re-enters the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Split it into two. Uh huh. Ben Affleck's too busy at home flirting with J Lo to get on that rocket. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Go sacrifice yourself for the greater good, Bruce Willis. Draw some straws. (laughs) Buscemi, Willis, who's it going to (laughs) be? Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson. Wow. We need him. Don't send send Owen yet. (laughs) He's still got some some movies left in him, I think, that aren't straight to streaming services. (laughs) Yeah, so just to kind of... Chances are this isn't going to land on you. But if you hear a whistling noise, (laughs) do look up and run. Uh, Extreme embalming has apparently made its way to Canada, Jim. Yes. If you've never heard of it, it is a new uh, hip thing to do at a funeral. Instead of getting stuffed in a stuffy old casket with a suit on. That's a great way to put it. They set you up in a pose that more accurately represents your life that was lived. Like maybe you're a, a biker, so they, they set you up on a Harley with some shades on or something like that in front of the church. Or maybe you love cards. They set you up at a poker table. 
also with the shades on. A lot of shades and sunglasses involved yeah, in these I, poses. I think I think there's a, a reason that mm-hmm. you have to be wearing sunglasses. The eyes kind of, when you're no longer living, yeah. the, the, the open eyes freak people out. Let's be serious. We all look better with sunglasses. So this guy, he's kind of a legend. He's from Toronto. Uh, his name is Brentnell Cabbage McPherson. That's his, uh, the middle name is like a nickname. He's also known as Bonnie Brett. And this guy is a world-renowned Guyanese-Canadian musician, an amazing drummer. Mm-hmm. So he passed recently after a battle with cancer. He's 73 years old. And instead of the coffin, they set him up at the funeral, which was live-streamed behind a drum kit. He's wearing like a bright yellow jacket. Looks like he's having a great time. He's surrounded by flowers. And this picture has just gone everywhere. It's it's viral. And it's kind of divided people. Some people say it's awesome. Some are extremely creeped out. I don't like it. No? No. I think it's great. I know you do. I don't. You don't? Why not? I'm just not, I'm not good with dead bodies. Like at a regular funeral, I do enjoy being able to avoid the corpse as much as you can. You know what I mean? You can kind of mill about at the back. And if you want to make your way up to the front and say goodbye, you can do that. You only have to, to look at the person's body for a couple minutes and then you can just kind of back away, say goodbye. But like, especially with the yellow tracksuit on. There's no missing this gentleman. No. Sitting at the drum kit. No. Like he's he's part of the the he's part, part of the, the decor party. almost. Yeah. Like it's I, I, I was gonna it's say a, part of the party. It's, it looks like he's having a good time. Yeah, but he's, isn't that how you'd dead. rather remember like if you have to remember a funeral, like wouldn't you rather remember it with a smile on your face, even if it is a little I don't think they went far enough, Taz. I think they should have put like animatronic or like a mayor like he should have been drumming. You know, or like, like he sets it up. He, he like before he passes, he sets it up with his buddy who he knows is gonna do the eulogy to do like a big corny joke, and then out of- <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I was thinking like the eulogy. You know, you always love a good joke. He doesn't move the whole funeral, and then his buddy tells a joke in the in the eulogy. <laughs> the whole crowd. What the? <laughs> but I think Phil Collins in the air tonight would be amazing. Where's that coming from? <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, no. So you, you want it set up like a Chuck E. Cheese's, basically. Yeah, like animatronic, like animal band. <laughs> I think, you know, if the technology was there, I bet you Bonnie Brent would have been down for that, too. Condolences to the family, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, extreme embalming. It's, it's become a big thing around the world, and it has made its way to this part of the globe. Start thinking about the pose you want to be in. <laughs> you want to <laughs> Apparently Taz is going to be dancing like Donald Trump. Is <laughs> <laughs> my arm this way, that way? Taz is doing the robot the whole funeral. Let's check in with the global pandemic here. COVID-19, oh, why you so mean? My test came back clean, but I'm still in quarantine. Now, obviously, Jim, the big push right now is... Get those vaccines out there. Everyone get vaccinated. And around the world, it's it's the same story. How do we get the uh, the vaccines into the arms? Well, some creative incentives here. You'd think not getting COVID would be more than enough uh, for people to get vaccinated, but in some cases, they need a little more. Um, and in New Jersey. <laughs> This is becoming a trend across the United States, actually. They're doing a similar thing in Connecticut. 
They've got a program called Shot in a Beer, where if you get vaccinated, you will receive a free beer at a local brewery. Here's the governor of New Jersey unveiling the plan. I'm not going to be afraid to try new things. Uh, our office and the Department of Health, in partnership with the Brewers Guild of New Jersey, are teaming up to launch our new Shot in a Beer program to encourage eligible New Jerseyans ages 21 and over to get vaccinated. Any New Jerseyan who gets their first vaccine dose in the month of May and takes their vaccination card to one of the following participating breweries as proof of vaccination will receive a free beer courtesy of the participating brewery. It's the only reason I regret waiting to get my first shot. That's all I can say. I wanted that free beer. We'd like to thank Snooky for this idea. Oh, Snooky's idea was everyone gets a free tan. <laughs> free spray tan. Gym memberships, tan, tan. And laundry. Spray tan and laundry. GTLBV. Gym tan laundry beer vaccine. Yeah. In New Jersey. Uh, they're, they're giving that a try. It might work up here in Canada. We enjoy our beer, huh? If that is what convinces you to get a vaccine, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you might. Let's not go there. Yeah, you might have some issues. Okay, uh, maybe this is the solution to motivate people who are on the fence about getting vaccinated. In Singapore, they've decided to use informative disco to convince people to get vaccinated. Here's a sample of what that sounds like. Yeah, Rosie, come on, be brave. The vaccine is not any highway. And against COVID, it will protect. Singapore, don't wait and see. Better get your There you go. <laughs> I'm in. How about the economy opening again? Is that not a motivation <laughs> yeah, for I mean. getting vaccinated? Is that not enough? You need a free beer and some disco mm. music too, people? <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts? What are we doing? Come on. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Peacock. Let's do sports. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio joins us here. Hey, Dev. Okay, uh, the NHL did not take your advice. Yesterday you were talking about Tom Wilson from the Washington Capitals. He got a little violent on the ice uh, when they were playing the Rangers earlier this week. Uh, Basically body slammed a guy, punched another guy while he was down on the ice, and you thought he should be suspended for the rest of the season, including the playoffs, and have to petition to return to the league next year because of his history of violence. That is not what happened. No, they did the next best thing. They fined him five thousand uh, dollars. Oh, that'll uh, ruin his day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that'll teach him. I'll teach the guy who's been suspended multiple times, including this season. Who earlier this season said he had to change his ways. So, like two months ago, he said he had to change his ways, and then two months later, he's body slamming a guy into the ice. It is uh, absolutely insane by the NHL to not recognize what happened here like 10 years ago this might have been a different conversation but it isn't it isn't 10 years ago it's today and there is a great majority of people who uh, follow the nhl who are in the nhl who are upset by this new york rangers are calling for george peros who leads the nhl's head uh, office for uh, disciplinary actions to be removed from his job because they feel he's unfit for 
uh, the office, and based on the decision on Tuesday, I think they've got a point. Yeah, they put out a statement, pretty harsh statement. This is from the Rangers. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts. We find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him in- indefinitely. What's what's holding Peros back from suspending him? Like, what 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 do they have to gain? It seems like such an easy, obvious choice. It's um, it's a good question. I mean, one of the things I thought, I forgot George Peros had this job until the New York Rangers put out this statement. Like, if you go back to George Peros's career, he was an enforcer. Now, Tom Wilson is more than enforcer, but I don't know if George Peros, the player, is maybe influencing George Peros, the executive at this point in his career, or what, but he may not have... Now, George Peros was, uh, he's, a, he's a smart guy. Uh, he's not your average enforcer, so I don't want to pigeonhole him as, as anything. No, just but, pigeonhole all the other enforcers. <laughs> all those other dummies. Like all those other, those other Neanderthals. <laughs> no, he's one know, of the smart ones. <laughs> well, he, he, just had, he had a different reputation is, is what I'm trying to get. I, have, I have seen a video of him elbowing a guy's head into the ice. So I was also surprised that he was the, the leader of the... Player safety. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's, it's, he's a weird choice because, like, at one point, uh, Brendan Shanahan had this job. Brendan Shanahan, George Peros, two very different players when they were in the NHL. George Peros, maybe this isn't the job for him. But you see the, this backlash continuing. You don't, you don't get teams putting out public statements like this calling for the firing of an executive that often. No, you don't. And it's also a dangerous uh, situation because now what do the New York Rangers do? Do players on the team say, okay, well, if you're not going to look after our players, then we're going to have to. Two teams play again tonight, and are they going to take a run at one of the uh, Capitals players? Are they going to try and take on Tom Wilson, which is easier said than done? It creates a situation where we are far worse off than where we could have been had the NHL actually done something concrete. But a lot of people may be tuning in to watch the Capitals and Rangers who wouldn't have been otherwise. Mm. Oh, I Might be so. quite the game tonight. That's true. Thanks, Dev. Here come. Oh, will your mom do it? Will, will your mom, mom do it? Will, will your mom do it? Will she do it? Vanessa wants to win a prize for her mom, Brenda. Tell us about your mom. Well, Brenda is a, a fantastic lady. Uh, she's always down for fun, so I think I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, she would do anything for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm feeling like we could probably get this today. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. Your scenario is... We're going to call Brenda. We're going to listen in. We're not here, okay? You know that you got that part of it, right? Yeah. And you're going to ask your mom if she will lend you her ID so you can get your COVID vaccine ASAP. You want to you pose as your mom so you can get your vaccine. Have you been vaccinated yet? I have not, no. All right. Quick question. Do you look anything like your mom? I look so much like my mom. This awesome. is honestly like a joke. We awesome. do this all the time. Oh, perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, maybe you should do this. And just get vaccinated. <laughs> that sweet <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> okay, let's call Brenda here and see what happens. Hello. Hey, Dad. Uh, could I talk to Mom for a sec? Yep. She's in the washroom. I think just having a. I do believe. One sec. 
sure. <coughs> Can you talk to Vanessa? Yeah. Hello. Hello, Mother. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right. Good. I, okay, so Chris and I have been doing some research on the vaccines, and I honestly think I want to get mine as soon as possible. Uh So would it be possible, like, would I be able to borrow your ID to get mine done sooner than it's available to me? Well, that's not going to work because you have to give them your birth date, all that information, and you're certainly not 64. Well, you and I look so much alike. We look so much alike. Yeah, but you're not 64. You certainly don't look 64. Well, they don't know that, though. They don't know I'm not 64. You look great for 64. Yes, you take your papers into them. You take your papers into them. And go over them with them as you're going through. So you don't, you don't, you don't think that would even be a possibility that I could try to do that? Like no. even if I just tried? No, because you would have to say you're 64. Well, I, I want to try. I think I'm going to do it. If I swung by today to pick up your ID, would you let me just try to see if I can do it? If I get turned down, I get turned down. But can I at least come and just? But you might ID. be doing a in a might get charged with fraud or something. Well, everyone gets charged with fraud at least once in their life. So, uh, no. Can I? Would you let me just try it? I mean, the least they can do is no, right? Like. And Brenda, while well, she's there, can she borrow some of your clothes? And do you have like some baby powders you can put in her hair? Maybe make it look a little grayer than it is. <laughs> Everyone gets charged with fraud at least once in their lives. No no kidding. What's that all about? Brenda, we're Taz and Jim. We're on the radio right now. This is a game called Will Your Mom Do It? (laughs) And I guess the answer is no, but that was so entertaining. We're giving you a prize anyways, okay? Oh, my God. You almost had her, Vanessa. Yeah. You almost had her. I still think she would have let me swing by and pick it up. I think she I don't think so, dear. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Brenda, happy Mother's Day. Our friends from Studio H Artist Group, they're a great salon. They're going to hook you up with a prize pack, including uh, a gift certificate when they're able to reopen again. You can go get your hair done, okay? Oh, gee, that's nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Anything you'd like to say to your young-looking mother, Vanessa? (laughs) Oh, I wish there was so much more I could do for you than this, but I am so excited we got this. You deserve this so much. So happy Mother's Day. We love you so much, Mom. Well, thank you, dear. Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? Yeah, all week long we're doing Will Your Mom Do It. We love this game. We put moms in awkward situations. And yesterday, it was a pretty good one. We had John call his mom, and (laughs) he said that uh, his girlfriend found a bra in his car, and he panicked and said it was his mom, so, Mom, you got to cover for me. This is how things went. I was just on on my uh, work phone on the road right now. I just had a 
quick question. Um, so Morgan found a, uh, a bra in my truck the other day, and I'm pretty sure it's yours. I'm not sure where it came from. I think you maybe left one at my house when you were down visiting the other, the other weekend. What is it she found? A, a bra, like a woman's bra. A bra? <laughs> yeah. Um, if, she, if, she, if she's kind of pissed off, if she gives you a call, can you just tell her that it's yours? Yeah, I will. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, some feedback. People were very concerned about John after Morgan heard that call. How did she react, his girlfriend? So we thought we would get John on the phone this morning and find out how things went yesterday. Hello, John speaking. Hey, John, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Uh, we, we've got some very concerned listeners Wondering okay. how things went over with your girlfriend Morgan after she heard your mom saying she'd lie about that bra in the car. Yeah, I don't know. Morgan was kind of pissed. I was <laughs> a little bit worried on what her reaction was going to be, but oh, no. I think she uh, kind of understands that you guys kind of set me up for a pretty good one there, and it wasn't all my doing, so I think she's good with it. You passed you passed the blame on to us. Yeah, I pretty much sewered you guys. Yeah, that's okay. rightfully so. Yeah, you didn't know what the situation was going to be when you called in to win the prize for your mom. You were just trying to do something nice for Mother's Day. We no. put you in that situation. At that point, you were pot committed. You couldn't back out, or everyone would be like, "Oh, John." I don't. think my scaredy cat. I don't think my mom's ever going to forgive herself for uh, you know, kind of going behind Morgan's back and. There might be, uh, you know, some tempers flared in the next I, couple of months between those two, but... I gotta defend Carol. It's Carol, right? Yeah. I gotta defend her here, because, like, there are moms who will stand by their son after he murders somebody. You know what I mean? Like, a mother's love, exactly. you know, covers a lot of bases. Yeah. And, you know, people make mistakes... And if you're in a pinch, she covered for you. I'm sure she would have pulled you aside later and said, this is not how I raised you. I think you were vague enough with the description of the events that, you know, your mom was, was trying to confused. Ma- she was trying to maintain deniability is what yeah, she was yeah. trying to do. That's true. I, That's I true, I Taz. said something way worse and she still would have went along with it. Yeah. yeah. So. We, we've had we've had moms with this game. We've had moms say that they'd go over to their kid's house and flush a bag of cocaine down the toilet before the cops show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Moms will do anything so. for their kids. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, Morgan, we are sorry. It was our fault, not John's idea at all. We backed him into a corner. He had no choice. If one day you become a mother, you'll understand. You'll do anything for your kids. Uh, we're sorry, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, and just so you, you too, Morgan. And just so you know, Morgan, uh, if you find um, a jock strap in your car, <laughs> Carol will cover for you. <laughs> yeah. She owes you one. Uh, just say it was Jim Kelly's. <laughs> I, I do got to. I do got to add one thing. Uh, when my mom answered the phone and uh, Taz, you were speaking. She was shitting her pants. She thought it was Morgan's mom or Morgan's dad on the uh, on the line, <laughs> trying, trying to get it out of her. <laughs> so I think she got off fairly easy there. Yeah, Morgan called her dad to confront your mom about why is what? your bra in the back of John's truck. Now that's some family drama. I wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock. 
Okay, it's Taz and Jim, joined by Devin Peacock. Time to talk sports. Devs from Global News Radio. What's going on, man? Well, uh, remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about this uh, Super League they were trying to form in the uh, soccer world? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it uh, happening, Jim? I know you were following that story closely. Didn't it kind of implode on itself, yeah. the Super League? One of the rare moments where public outcry it like makes all the difference. They, I, I think they hid back in their caves and said, no, we're not going to do it, but they will try to bring it back five, ten years from now for yeah, sure. Anything to make money. It is dead, the soccer league, but we'll see what happens in the golf world because last March there was talk of Premier Golf League, which is backed by a, a group of... Uh, uh, Saudis, who have a lot of money behind them, they've now come back with Super League Golf. The pandemic killed their plans last March. They are reaching out to Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson, Adam Scott, Bryson DeChambeau, Ricky Fowler, Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, you name it. They're going after a lot of guys, offering them all 30 to $50 million to participate Ooh. in this rival league to the PGA Tour. And uh, we'll see what happens. The PGA Tour has called for a mandatory meeting uh, this weekend of all players to talk about this. It's kind of funny. One guy who did not get an offer is Rory McIlroy, who last year said he didn't like where the money was coming from and apparently did not get an offer as a result. Hmm. So Rory McIlroy uh, doesn't have to worry about anything here. I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idea, but I can't imagine these players leaving the PGA Tour, which is the premier tour around for golf. Yeah, it's what they've been working their entire lives for. It has all the the championships. It has the Masters. I mean, I assume if they were to break away from the PGA Tour, they would do the same thing that everyone in soccer did, which says, okay, if you join them, you can't play with us. You can't play in our tournaments. And who wants to give up the Masters? Yeah. It's almost like an XFL situation. You're, uh, it's like the WWE versus the WCW. One of them is going to win out, and most likely it's going to be the one that's been uh, in the spotlight longer. Hundred percent. It's it's it's. If they want to do something, they should try to build it from the ground up. It's not as sexy. It's not as fun. But if you actually build something of substance rather than just try to poach the best players, you have a better long term uh, prospect of of lasting and maybe then attracting players away from a rival league. But it's not going to happen this way. <laughs> Jim, we are trendsetters, man. We're always we're always just ahead of the curve when it comes to. What's cool and what's not. Mm -hmm. A couple months ago, we said, I think it's time to start loving Limp Biscuit again. We did. Yeah, we were all over that. Right? Yeah. We, we said, all right, everyone, I know Limp Biscuit. past uh, 10, 15 years, some have perceived their music as, as cheesy or a little campy. Well, um, everything's cyclical and they're back. It's time to stand proud if you're a Limp Biscuit fan and say, I, I love the band. I've always loved the band, and I will continue to listen to the music of Limp Biscuit until the day I die. And now look at this. Is there going to be a Limp Biscuit Broadway musical? <laughs> Can you believe it? This is a rumor that's There's circulating right no now. No way. And we got a little sample of what that might sound like here. It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact, and you interact. Your life's on contract. Your best bet's to stay.
days It's all about the he says, she says, boy I think you better quit, let me slip Or you'll be leaving with a fat man Huh? How does this version make me angrier than the original version? <laughs> would you pay a couple hundred bucks to go see that in the theater? <laughs> I think it'd be, it would be funny, fun, like if they knew it was a joke, and then it's like he gets in a fight with somebody. It's my way or the highway. It's my way or the highway. <laughs> like the songs do tell a kind of a story. Uh huh. It could work. It sounds like the theme to Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh. That's not true. It's a joke. No. Uh, the, yeah, they're not making a Limp Bizkit Broadway musical. Sorry to get your hopes up. That's from one of my favorite YouTube channels. You got to check it out. It's called There I Ruined It. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? They take uh, songs, great songs, and then they change it like to like a polka style or bluegrass, and they try and ruin the song for you. Well, they certainly accomplished their mission. Still cool to like Limp Bizkit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.